Welcome back listeners, Morse code here. So last episode's endeavor did not actually work out. The only thing I managed to do was create a bunker-wide blackout for Josh to deal with. And as funny as that is, it really makes my job hard. I had to crawl through with the air vents in the dark with no airflow. And when I say it was a fiasco, trust me that it was indeed a fiasco. Anyway, here's Josh's newest interview with Nate Woodbury from Be The Hero Studios. Nate, thank you so much for coming to the uh, to the to the underground lair. There aren't too many underground lairs in Central Florida, uh, but this one was uh, is being unused, and uh, so you know. Well, hey, you're paying me the bucks to come and, and share my secrets, so that's yeah. I'll come wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, something as valuable as this, and I know this is like the the most valuable stuff and secret stuff that you only share with only certain people. So I just wanted to assure you that there's absolutely positively no way that this will get out. So you can give me all your best stuff. Um, so um, what I really was excited to chat with you about and kind of have this mastermind together would be, you know, again, just on YouTube strategy and, um, you know, and, and so I'm taking some notes here and kind of working on this Napoleon Hill project where, you know, again, just kind of talking with the absolutely the brightest minds and in, in growing authority and, and, and building that influence and, you know, you're one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to YouTube. And I know a lot of people come to you. And matter of fact, I was just, I just came across to you in the wild too. Who was it? It was on, mm, I'll have to see if I can find this guy. Um, he's a psychologist on YouTube. Does that sound familiar? Paul Jenkins, Live on Purpose TV. Yes, live on purpose. Yep, I was just on his on his channel, and it's Nate Woodbury production. <laughs> so, what, what's your background, and how did you get into YouTube? Were you doing video before, or was it just like YouTube came along? And you're like, yeah, I'm in. Well, I, I started my company with a, a website focus and trying to get, you know, businesses more more clients online, but yeah. uh, quickly found that just a website itself didn't get the results, and so. Um, we had promo videos that I would start filming for people so that they would come to the website and now there's at least a call to action or some type of promo. And and I kind of stumbled across a YouTube strategy by accident. Um, and, you know, to without going into all the boring detail, I had an SEO service and I could get a page of a website ranked on the top of Google. It was a lot of work, a lot of steps. Yeah. One of the steps was we created a YouTube video to put on that page. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I discovered that the YouTube video itself was getting 50 times more traffic over on YouTube than this page was getting ranked number one on Google. And uh, I just thought, well, I'd rather just do one step than all these steps. So that was about eight years ago. And it just really made that made the transition, closed down the web design business once YouTube thing really took off. And now I've got a whole... I, I produce over a dozen different daily YouTube channels right now. Um, many of them are, are doing uh, very, very well. The one that you mentioned, Live On Purpose TV, is, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's growing really well. That, that's a oh, he's phenomenal. Machine. Yeah. 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 So, um, so you said, okay, so you were doing SEO. You had great results with the client. And you probably told the client, I'm like, 
why don't we just keep them on YouTube here? Because you're getting so much visibility. Uh, is is that kind of what? Did, is that the how the conversation went? Well, there's a, a little bit more because back then my clients were uh, like dentists, attorneys, landscapers, and the strategy works for people who really want to be seen as an authority on YouTube. They want to teach and share their expertise. Mm -hmm. And so while I did get results and I had a dentist start making videos about dental care and cleaning your teeth and hygiene and and all of that, uh, he didn't want that nationwide or global business. He just wanted local patients. Right. Um, And so I did make a, a pivot and I started working with coaches, speakers, authors, mentors, and I, I had this vision because I had, I had achieved success on a small scale, individual videos. And I knew that, okay, if we take somebody's business and we just go all in and we produce a, a daily YouTube channel, we'll be able to get massive results. And, but I, I, I couldn't sell it even at cost. No one would, would hire me for this. Mm. And so I went to a, a handful of, of people, I think six or seven, showed them my idea, said, hey, I want to partner with you. I know this will work, um, but if we partner together, you don't have to pay me because we're going to share in future profits. Um, and I had one person that said, all right, let's do it. And that was Chris Crone, and that was five and a half years ago when we really launched with this full strategy. But that channel is now over 550,000 subscribers. It's bringing in several it's, – it's bringing in between $1 and $2 million per month in lead – uh, sales from the YouTube channel. And so that one became wow. a great um, showpiece to show what I could do. And then Paul Jenkins came along and many others that uh, now I get asked to go and speak and, and, and share my secrets. And that's why I'm uh, here with you to kind of pull back the curtains and show you exactly how you can do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so here's, um, so, you know, kind of looking at what, what we have on YouTube right now, it's, you know, again, it's not been our highest priority. Um, and, um, you know, we're producing a ton of content. So my other podcast, A Thoughtful Entrepreneur, like I'm recording seven to 10 episodes a week. Um, that said, it's, it's not really traditional YouTube content. So hopefully I'm not wasting my time here doing it, but I feel, gosh, it's, I'm, I may as well use it for something because um, they're great guests, they're great conversations. Um, I'm not sure that those particular videos, they're not, obviously you could tell, look at the, you know, we're looking at the view count, they're all like in the single digits. <laughs> and so, um, now I've done some other ones that have actually gotten okay. My other channel, Savings Angel, um, like I had a news story that I was on, it's got over 3 million views. So that's kind of my, kind of my background with YouTube. Um, and I'm sure like kind of looking at this right now, you're probably like, Oh yeah, dude, I, you could probably, there's probably some easy stuff that, that we could probably be changing here. Yeah, I definitely have some recommendations for you. So that what, what I'm seeing here is, is pretty common. Yeah. Um, you'll find channels with extremely valuable content, lots of time put into it, lots of expertise shared. And you look at it, this video has got four views on it. This yeah. video has got seven views on it. You know, we see, Ooh, this one's, this one did well. It's got 12, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and that's rough. It's like, man, what am I, what am I doing here? So there, there's two advantages that YouTube has that we really want to prepare for. We've got to be strategic. So one is the search engine. 
Mm -hmm. People use the search engine to search for answers all the time. They're asking questions. And so we know that in all these videos that you've, you've created here, you've answered a lot of questions, but the search engine has no idea. Like, like one video might answer 10 different questions. And so Mm -hmm. you can't just send one video to a person that asks the question that's, you know, their answer starts in six minutes in. So what you've got to do is do keyword research first to Mm -hmm. find out what are the questions people are asking online. And then, and you go, the more specific you go, it makes it easier to make one episode about one question. So Here's an example, um, how to get rid of strep throat without antibiotics. I mean, it's really, really specific. Or how to design a living room with a corner fireplace. You know, there's so many living room videos that we could make, but how to design a living room with large windows or how to design a living room with high ceilings. Um, How to invest in real estate with no money. How to get your kids to listen without yelling, right? So you do keyword research, you find topics like that that relate to you and your expertise or your guest's expertise, you already know in advance, that's what the title of my video is going to be. Then when you're, you're talking, then when you're recording, all of your content relates to that one question. You post that video and guess what will happen? It will rank on the top of YouTube on that day in the search engine. Now it might, it might only get a trickle of views. Um, Mm -hmm. The trickle is going to be more than what you're getting right now though. Yeah. Um, but here's also what will happen. Um, let's say it just gets 10 of these views from search in the first week. Okay. Those 10 views are going to be all the way, you know, all the way to the end because people found exactly what they're searching for. So yeah. they watch all the way to the end and the algorithm thinks, Ooh, wow, that's, that's a valuable video there. Let's find more people that are interested in the same thing. And so it starts to build momentum. And so as you put out, I, I haven't shared my tree analogy, but I call these my leaf videos. Um, the more leaf videos you put out there, the more momentum you build. And so imagine if, if you did 100 of these, you're, mm-hmm. you're now starting to get thousands of views. Um, you know, Paul Jenkins' channel, we're averaging about 35,000 views every 48 hours. YouTube kind of shows you a 48-hour real-time yeah. view. And so, you know, that's, that's a lot of, of, um, that's a lot of impact. That's a lot of influence and a lot of people consuming his content. Um, it really makes a big difference. So does, I mean, that, that's the first tip I had for you right there. Looking at your channel is, is to do the keyword research first. Yeah. And, and if you want to go longer, I mean, I see, you know, some of these are 20 minutes long. You, you can go 20 minutes for a YouTube episode, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing that, if you were to do the keyword research first about some of these people's area of expertise, you might be able to find, you know, two topics or three topics or four different topics and turn that into four different episodes that are more strategic mm-hmm. that will, will get better traction on YouTube. Uh, I, I mentioned yeah. earlier, I guess that there's the other benefit to YouTube. I said, there's two. The other one is, is YouTube will promote your videos once it's got enough performance data and knows that it's a high performing video. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's high performing for their standards. I mean, one, if they put an ad next to your video and, and it performs well, then they they'll start just promoting your video to the masses because it will generate revenue. And the cool thing is, is YouTube sends you 55% of that ad revenue. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a win-win situation, but that's a way that 
uh, I, I've made, I, I've made, um, and one, vi this is, this is my record video. I had one video that over a two year period, uh, got like 5.7 million views. I think that's where it's at. Um, and it, over that two years, it's paid me $150,000 in ad revenue and it generated my client several million dollars in, in lead sales. So, and that, and it didn't go viral to get millions of views. YouTube promoted it um, because it was, it was profitable for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I would imagine if, if we're, you know, if I said, okay, well, you know, I'm will you know, I've got a couple of extra thousand dollars. I want to invest into, you know, doing YouTube a little bit better. Probably the first thing it sounds like would be, I go through and just say, listen, you know, hire someone who kind of knows what they're doing and do the, can, can they go through and do the, is it worth going through all my old videos, keyword research and retitling them? Or is it, is it kind of like, ah, Josh already published, do I? It, it's a tough, it's a tough situation here. My, my yeah. answer is it is, it's really, really hard to do SEO after the fact. Oh my gosh. I mean, because if, here's an example, my friend Doreen, she, she came to me and says, I've got a great remedy for a sore throat. So if I would have pulled out my camera and filmed it and then did keyword research, the title that I found later was how to get rid of strep throat without antibiotics. So if she's mm -hmm. talking about sore throat. She may never mention strep throat. She may, may not talk about without antibiotics and explain why that is. So it would be hard for me to take the video that I filmed before and then just go in and give it that title because it's, you know, on my living room design, you know, how, how would she know to, to dedicate a whole episode about without, you know, how to design a living room with a corner fireplace? She'll probably never even mention something so specific. But when you do the keyword research, you know, I'm talking about my friend Katie, who's in, in Miami. She's an interior designer. We, we typed mm -hmm. in um, living room design. You know, let, let me give you a ninja tool here. Now, this is... yeah. This is really exclusive because I used to go through so many steps to do yeah. this keyword research, but I found it's one okay, tool. Nick, nobody's listening. So yeah, All don't right. worry. So keep, keep this, keep this one. I'll keep this, I'll keep this hit tight, uh, secret. Okay. So there's a tool, one tool to rule them all kind of like Lord of the Rings. Um, it's the, the website is semrush.com. They've been around for a long, long time but they came out with a new tool called the keyword magic tool. I, I pay a hundred bucks for this tool uh, because I use it ongoing and I produce many, many channels. In your case, I do recommend paying the hundred bucks, but you'll be able yeah. to use it just for a few days and you don't need it after that. You'll get it. You'll get enough um, results out of this that it will last you for a year or, or mm. multiple years. So right now, like we've been using TubeBuddy, but I don't, I got to talk to my team. I'm not sure that <laughs> I got to go and check, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing with yeah, that. So, so two, but th two this buddy, would be an improvement. Yeah. TubeBuddy is, is a great tool uh, for AB split testing of thumbnails. And we can talk about that in a moment. Yeah. Cause you can compare version a and version B and TubeBuddy will deliver them, you know, half and half to audience and, and we'll let you know which one has a better click through rate. So I do uh -huh. use the TubeBuddy software, but this keyword magic tool when when you type in something, um, what what's an example of of a, of a topic that we would let's let's pick one of these from your your page here, like yeah, sure. Like uh, so, these are all interviews with in you know, and we're cranking out like we're doing at least a video a day. Yeah, uh, a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and gosh, you know, now I'm looking at some of these titles. I'm like, what? I don't think that's, I don't think, I don't think they were using the keyword tool, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's well, say, uh, Rock, you had Rock, to live recently deciphering your relationship with money. Sure. So we're, we're, we're talking about money and, you know, maybe our emotions around it or how we use money. So in, in this keyword magic tool, we might type in two words, money and emotion. In fact, I've, I've got, let me open it up here so we can see this together. Um, if I type in money and emotion, up at the top here, there's a button that says questions. So instead of just doing any, uh, any old keyword phrase that has money or question in it, or money or, um, um, what, what was the two words? I just lost it. Money and emotions. Yeah, emotion. Okay. So then I hit questions, and here it goes. It's loading. Now it's found questions like, how much money can I sue for emotional distress? I don't know if that relates to what we want to talk about here. Okay, here's a cool question. Does it cost money to register an emotional support animal? So, you know, we're going to have to do some digging to find the ones that yeah. are, are the most relevant for us. But that's, that's one uh, ninja tool is you, you type in anything broad that you want, any broad category, but then you hit the questions button and it will find thousands of different questions that are, that are really specific to your topic. Um, and then mm -hmm. another Ninja feature, you click this button right here that says Advanced Filters, mm -hmm. and you can filter by word count. Now, I, I always like to start with a minimum of eight words. Now, that's really long, um, but it, it, you know, let me type in something like, oh, let me just type in, we'll just go a little bit more broad. We'll go mm -hmm. money. Okay, so if I've got a minimum word count of of eight, so I'm looking for really long phrases. Oh yeah, there's there's 573,000 questions it's found that are so specific. So I'm even going to go longer. Let's go up to nine word phrases. And there are there are still 345,000 questions. And um, how much money should you spend on a wedding ring? How to transfer money from one bank to another? Where can I get a money order near me? I mean, so you just narrow it down according to what you want to talk about. You can put in the specific filter of, let's see, well, I want to find phrases that are more specific. So I want them to have more words that right there. Like mm -hmm. you just is as simple as that sounds like, Ooh, there's this tool online, hit the questions button, uh, put in a, a minimum number of words. If you actually follow that instruction right there, you'll see the results that you're getting on this YouTube channel, like drastically improve. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, SEM Rush, I know they do really good stuff. It's kind of a little bit, it's been a little bit above my pay grade in terms of like, you know, my, uh, you know, SEO is always, it's like, I know the general principles, but I just, yeah. man, I don't want to yeah. get down into the weeds. I'd rather have someone really great on the team uh, that, that can kind of manage that for me. But um, well, and, and okay, I, cool. yeah, SEO can be, it can be overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. uh, on the SEMrush website, there there are tons of tools there, um, and I'm sure they're amazing. I'm sure they're helpful, but I just want the I want I want what I want really fast, and mm -hmm. and so that tool that I just shared, um, you know, I I was able to iron out a client's complete topic strategy for the next oh nine months, uh, and and I did that in about two hours work. So that. That's all I needed the tool for was just two hours and I was set.
Yeah. Wow. Good, good tip. All right. Um, in terms of like using YouTube, are there any other uh, tools or platforms? We talked about TubeBuddy. Um, well, obviously, you know, like um, I think we're just using Canva for, you know, our, our thumbnails. Um, but any other tools besides those three well, obvious you're, ones? You're going to need to edit your videos. And so, yeah. Through. Yeah, uh, you know the iMovie, Final Cut Pro, or Adobe Premiere. You know you'll need. Yeah, we're cranking those out. Yeah. Okay. So and really, and really, that's it. And I, I recommend starting. Um, I mean, you, you've already got momentum going, and so just just kind of keep with the quality that you're at right now in terms of production quality. Don't stress about oh, do I need a fancier camera? Do I need this or that? Mm -hmm. But but focus more on the strategy of the content, like we've talked with the keyword research that's that's what's really going to make the boat the biggest difference and so the software that you're used to using canva for the thumbnails that's great I, I make that recommendation a lot whatever editing software you're used to using keep it simple you don't need to worry about a lot of the the flashy transitions that that often make it yeah. cheesy and amateur right right <laughs> so i mean if you're i am i am tempted to get i think i I think I did order what's that $149 unit with the push buttons on the side. If I don't use it, my son's going to use it because he's really excited about it in terms of like streaming. Ah, oh, what is that deck called? I just, I just bought it. Um, and I'm not sure that I'm really going to, I, I'm even going to use it, but I, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I've got the lower third um, showing up, you know, obviously when I'm recording the, you know, the video, you know, is I think my side of the video, it's just recording them on Zoom. So they're about as, you know, qualities we're going to do there. But, um, okay. So um, what about um, like the description and metas? Is that, is that something to obsess over? Um, it's actually not. And wow. uh, you could leave the keyword filled blank. Um, the description is good because if people want to find more information about you, it's actually good to have a link to your website. Yes. Um, it, it is good to put a dis a, at least a couple descriptive sentences at the top of your description because people will read right. that. Yeah. Um, don't, don't keyword stuff it. Just have it be natural. Kind of like if you were writing two sentences, if a magazine, you know, they, they're really good at sensational titles that catch your attention. So you'd want to write your first couple sentences of your description like that. Mm -hmm. You don't need to worry about keyword stuffing. Here's what, here's how YouTube works these days. Yeah. YouTube automatically transcribes your video. And, and it, that's it, what I've heard. That's what I've heard. And, and, and I actually saw something where someone was saying, you know, so like if you know what your title is going to be and you're going to aim for this, uh, I'll try to talk about and use those phrases in the video, especially at the beginning, ah, you're not in your head. You're like, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it, it's totally true. So if we did that, if we did a video, how to get your kids to listen without yelling, naturally, we're going to be saying that phrase multiple times. Yeah. In the video, and lots of phrases that relate to that. Um, now, one thing that you can do is once YouTube creates that automatic transcription, you can edit it. Um, and so you can add in punctuation. You can change spelling errors. Um, mm -hmm. at, you know, any, any type of typos, you can capitalize things because your, your transcription can also be turned on for, for closed captions. Mm -hmm. Um, and if, if there's kind of words that you say that are jargon that the automatic translation or automatic transcription 
maybe it gets it wrong, it's good for you to kind of fix those because those those might be important words to get your video to rank. But um, but that's the key. If you do the keyword research first, it kind of makes makes the transcription work for your benefit. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another thing that I heard um, is that there, it, what YouTube likes to see is consistency. And then I also heard, I think I saw someone said, listen, if you can be consistent for about four months time, that that's, YouTube likes that and they're more likely to reward you if if they say, okay, I guess this guy's pretty serious. This gal's pretty serious about it. Have you any any truth to that that you know of? Yeah, you you've been you've been here in the underground of some of my preaching here. So <laughs> there, there is it could have been you, Nate. <laughs> there is a five ingredient formula. Okay. That and I'll share the five ingredients. If you follow the five ingredient formula, then at four months, YouTube will start to promote you. Okay. So ingredient one, we've actually talked about. That's that's my leaf strategy where you do this keyword research to, to keyword research, yeah. yes. Ingredient number two, you want your episodes to be about 10 to 12 minutes in length. Mm-hmm. Uh, on average, you can have some that are that are shorter, say seven minutes, some that are longer, 15 or 20. So mine are always going to be around. Um, I mean, it would be nice to just continue to go forward with the full, you know, podcast episodes I'm doing. They're all generally about 14 to 22 minutes, I'd say 23 minutes. I'd say you're better. I better, you're better at longer than shorter. Okay. Okay, uh, cool. Because YouTube favors long watch time. As long as you're keeping people's attention, you'll want to pay attention to your stats. So when you log into YouTube analytics, you'll see the retention rate and when people start to drop off Mm -hmm. and just study the videos. And if you see a a drop off point going, did I say something? Did my guest say something there? That, um, but yeah, just yeah. just study that, and you'll you'll get a good feel for for how well your length the videos are doing. Okay. So, that, so that's ingredient number two. Ingredient number three, we kind of just hit on. It's it's you want to have an average view duration of fifty percent or higher. Okay. So with a fifteen minute video, you're hoping to get an average view duration of seven and a half minutes, and that's you know when you get into the six or seven or eight minute range, that's that's a good average view duration to have. Mm-hmm. Um, ingredient number four is custom thumbnails. So, you know, I could talk a little bit more about that. You mentioned that you're using yeah. Canva, which is great. They've got a, a template where you can just type in YouTube thumbnail and it gives you the right dimensions already. And it's a, a simple design tool. Your do, you goal, see any, do you see anything inherently wrong with how we've been doing our thumbnails? I mean, it's, uh, one thing it doesn't have is red circles and red arrows, <laughs> which YouTube YouTubers love to use. And then, of course, the shocked face as well. That's another one I see a lot of. Yeah, the shocked face is actually good. So custom means you, I mean, when you know what the title of the video is, then you can, you can say, okay, how can I create curiosity around the title? So the thumbnails that you're using right now are more descriptive yeah or, or they're kind of titles about the information so deciphering right. relationship or master yeah. passive income so it, it's kind of a it, it's a great description but it doesn't create curiosity so if the title yeah. of the video was um how to design a living room with a corner fireplace um 
then the then you might have text you know you might show a corner a fireplace right you might show a fireplace yeah and then you might say you know the text might say you'll never guess and your face is like you know either surprised looking at the fireplace or you know, <laughs> so it's like what that that just creates the the curiosity and so that's the goal yeah. so um but you don't want to use the the default thumbnail that YouTube recommends. And I know you're not doing that because you've got yeah. some text on there. Um, play around with a few different design styles. The, you know, the, the text in the box, the text is kind of small. Yeah. Um, right. Right. You're, you're, you, you know, most of these have fewer words. I, I found that the more words you have on there, the less effective they are. And, and when you've got, you know, the names of your guests on there, influence people with Brian, uh, mm -hmm. with Brian Ahern, as I say that, or with James yeah. Mulvaney. Sure. Uh, you, you can't have text that small. Most of the time people are, they're just glancing at it. And so the big text will catch them, maybe three words, two or three or four words. Yeah. But if it's like, this always works, or you'll never guess, or, right. you know, five, five hacks, you know, they're like, Ooh, I got to know this or, um, and, and you know, you mix it up. Like, have it be really kind of authentic to the topic of that video and create that curiosity and you'll, you'll see that that'll, that'll get results. So that's the, did I say the first three? Yeah, yeah that's, that's number that's four. One. That's the fourth yeah. one is, is custom thumbnails. And now the fifth one, I'm glad you're sitting down <laughs> because <laughs> you do need to post five episodes per week. So I know that yeah. you, you understand that type of momentum for me to do that, for me to be realistic and for my clients, we have to film in batches. So we film 20 yeah. episodes in a single day. Mm -hmm. um, that's a long day. It's, a, it's yep. a really long day of filming, nine to five. In fact, um, we just filmed 20 episodes with the client yesterday. We're filming right now. My team is. Wow. Uh, and she flew in from Florida. Um, in fact, yesterday, my client was from Florida too. So we've got people from Florida come to Utah, even during, even during the pandemic, we, we're, <laughs> we're staying okay. But um, when you have that efficiency that you only have to do that once every four weeks. And so you're able to do um, that frequency, uh, that frequent amount or that high volume on YouTube, but, but still maintain your sanity. Yeah, that's it. That's the formula. And the reason, and I mean, this is a lot of work, you know, doing the keyword research first, admittedly, it's, it's not the funnest step. The funnest step is pulling out the camera and filming, you know, and, and doing the interviews or sharing the content, sharing the advice. But if you do the keyword research first and, you know, you follow these steps to create the great content and design the thumbnail and you have that frequency, then what happens when you get to the four month mark is YouTube will start to suggest your content to newer and newer audiences. So that during this four months, you're just going to have that gradual growth, just kind of slow but consistent uh, growth because you're getting more and more search traffic. You hit that four-month mark, you'll start to get suggested traffic where YouTube starts to suggest your video alongside other videos that they're already watching, and that will grow and grow and grow. Well, we just had a client that did this. She's now in her, uh, we're like seven and a half months into it. The first four months, it was it, the, the stats looked pretty boring. You know, there, were, there was growth, but, but nothing to, to be excited about. Right at the four-month mark, we see a pivot. And week after week from that point, it was just getting more and more. We were up to, to you know, we started maybe around 1,000 views in a day was our highest day. And then we got up to, okay, wow. now we're up to 2,000, 3,000. Um, on July 31st, we were at 
we had we hit over five thousand views in a single day, um, and now for the last couple of weeks um, we had a huge spike. YouTube is just totally promoting us. We're at over twenty thousand views in a single day, uh, and I, I illustrate that because all we've done um, we haven't done any outside promotion or anything like that. We just included these five ingredients. Hmm. Wow. Uh, what, what is it like, how do people work with you and what does engagement look like? And, or do you, are you, are you at the point like where you're, you've got the team and support so you can take a bunch more clients or are you kind of like, Nope, I only work with eight and then that's it. Yeah. Right now I'm at, I'm at a, a level where I can take on about one new client per month. Um, yeah. maybe two, maybe two, but, um, it's it's completely done for you. So our clients, they obviously provide their expertise, mm-hmm. and we, but we start with the strategy. We do the keyword research uh, with them, and and show them. Okay, here's what the here's a list of titles to choose from. Pick twenty. Then they fly to Utah. We film twenty episodes in a day, uh, and there's some coaching in between. We kind of coach them on how to outline and prepare the content for those twenty videos. But we film, and then and then we do all the editing. We do the thumbnail design, and then and we control the launch schedule on, on YouTube and manage all of that. So they just get to be the, the expert, the star of their show. Mm. Um, no, but you have other ways that folks can engage with you though, right? I mean, you've got more, more, more than just your individual clients. How, how, what else do you do to kind of serve? So the community? I, have, I have a course and it's a really good course, but I, I kind of took it off. I guess it's still visible on the website, but the purchase link doesn't work because I'm revamping it and I'm going to be relaunching it. Um, just in, in a couple of weeks, really. And I, and I'm launching it kind of in, in beta format. So, um, really just only an exclusive few are really even going to learn about this in, in the beginning. We're mm-hmm. just, um, but I'm, I'm going to include a year of, of group coaching. So I'll be able to give you hands-on uh, advice, you know, anyone, I, anyone that participates in that, but it's mm-hmm. uh, so that the course has all the ins and outs of, of anything that you, will ever need that, that we've used on our channels to get these results and the hands on, on training. And so that, that's kind of more of a done with you type program compared to the, the done for you service where we do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so in terms of like monetization on YouTube, um, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of really into the YouTube ad revenue or like they think that that's, that's hard. That's really, really hard. My experience uh, to, to get a lot of revenue out of YouTube ad. Re- I mean, there's so many other ways you can monetize great content and most importantly, an audience, like any, any observations on that? Well, I mean, your, your channel, you just crossed a thousand. I, I have no, I have no desire whatsoever for like YouTube ad revenue. I, I don't, I don't need that at all. I, what I really want ultimately is to get people off of YouTube and engaging with me. Like I, so even like, like it's, are, are ads running? And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, I do, if you've got under a thousand subscribers, is that, was it thousand subscribers where you can, and it's like 40,000 watch hours or something like that, 4,000 or something like that. Yeah, 4,000 hours of watch time in the previous year. Once you hit that threshold, yeah. then you can qualify for ad revenue. So I'll talk about both. I'll talk about the ad revenue yeah. and what you can expect there, but I'll also talk about realistic expectations for revenue in your business because of YouTube. Yeah. So for me, it, it took about two and a half years before ad revenue became significant. Right. I would, you know, a hundred dollars, a few hundred dollars each month 
that I, I don't consider that really sustain or like survivable. Yeah. It's not really something right. I can make a living from. Uh-huh. Um, but once I get into multiple four figures, or certainly when I get into five figures of revenue um, from AdSense or, or, or YouTube ad revenue, that that's significant. You can make a living on that. And that it took me about three years to get to five figures. And mm-hmm. that's producing, that's adding up multiple channels. So you add up all the ad revenue for multiple channels. My, my biggest month ever has been 18,000 in a month um, from, from ad revenue. And, and that is one channel. That's one channel. Yeah. So that, that's respectable, right? That's respectable. Um, but I will tell you, when you get to even just $1,000 a month in ad revenue, uh, you, you should expect like every business is going to be different, but I would say 20 to 100 times that in revenue in your business because your channel is a lead generation machine. Oh gosh, yes. So the, the channel that, that I, the arrangement that I had with, with um, my, my partner on that channel where I made $18,000, he made, he made a few million dollars <laughs> from that, from that, in that same period of time. Yeah. Um, I've got, you know, I, I, I need to keep the, another channel confidential. So I won't, I won't show you this, this channel. I'll just kind of tell you about it. Yeah. It, it's a, a client. The channel is, is really small actually. Um, we're, we're approaching 900 subscribers. That's it. Just 900 subscribers. Yeah. But it, it's, he's generating so many leads from the channel and, and such mm-hmm. valuable leads that he's generating right now, $150,000 a month on, on a teeny channel. Um, but because he, he followed this strategy, he's getting the right, the right audience. Um, and they're, they're going to his website and calling him and becoming clients. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, for us, like our biggest call to action is, you know, we're looking for podcast guests, um, because part of that, that whole process is, you know, it's, you know, it's really kind of a, you know, leveraging platform authority and then just generosity, just like giving value upfront. Um, you know, I, I use that podcast to just build relationships and, you know, sometimes they mean that we can do some stuff together. Sometimes not. Um, but that's, that's, a, that's my big call to action is I would would love to get a bunch of traffic from YouTube that would be super qualified um, podcast guests, you know, guests that are doing six figures or more in business is kind of what we generally look for. Huh. Yeah. Okay, good. So that, that's, that's a possibility. And I think the, the easiest way that, that you can monetize a channel is through selling courses. Courses mm. seem to be like one of the, the soonest thing. Um. I have I actually haven't done it. So as far as like yeah. saying, okay, the purpose of my channel is to get podcast guests. Mm-hmm. I, I say, yeah, that's realistic. I just don't know the time frame. Um, if if you were wanting to get keynotes, you know, and I, right now there's not a whole lot of actual in person keynotes going on, but <laughs> uh, but there are Zoom keynotes still going on, yeah, yeah, and sure. um, you know, to get keynotes, the the soonest I've really seen that where you're getting full fee keynotes regularly is about 18 months into the, mm-hmm. into the launch of, of this campaign. Um, and another example, I have a, a client who is putting on lots of live events and he's really hoping that people from across the, all of USA would travel to, to Utah to come to his events. And he had a, a decent YouTube following. People were commenting all the time, but no one would come to his events. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we had one over a period of a year. Um, but then he launched a course. The first month he launched the course, he brought in over a hundred thousand dollars, 
and continued to do well every month after that. Now, fast forward two years later, um, which was last fall, I was talking to him about the numbers and, and he put on an event with 250 people and 90% of them were from YouTube. Hmm. And so wow. it just, it just takes time to build that momentum. Oh, for, so for sure. Yeah. So different, um, so you know, our, our other systems are awesome. We just haven't been leveraging YouTube very well. So <laughs> well, that's uh, what I like to hear. That's the, if, if, if that's you, then, then YouTube is where if you just, Tweak your strategy a bit. You're really, yeah. really going to crank up. I got two. So, so far, Nate, I've got like two big headlines for me to make sure we have a great meeting with the team. Number one is like our headlines and stuff like have to be all in thumbnails, have to be all about creating curiosity. That's number one. And then number two, you know, I'm like, it's kind of funny as I'm telling you, oh, what's your goal, Josh? Well, we want podcast guests. Okay. So where are you asking for that on your YouTube channel? Nowhere. <laughs> So there we go. That's headline number two that I created for myself. Um, Nate, this is, this is awesome, man. Um, thank you so much. Um, where do you see like, you know, with like, um, you know, TikTok kind of really skyrocketing over the past 18 months, do you see YouTube evolving, changing, tweaking, kind of doing anything um, in response to TikTok? I know Instagram's kind of ramping up their version of that as yeah, well. Like, so, you know, stories are, are really big. So stories were introduced on YouTube, stories were introduced on Facebook and, and more and more people are starting to use them. Um, and I, and I have, I have a really good friend that is doing extremely well with, with stories on YouTube and, and TikTok. Um, mm. In fact, more, more so on TikTok. And he's, he's come from the YouTube space. So he's got very successful YouTube channels, started using TikTok. His, his teenage daughter is making multiple five figures just from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, things like that are going to come around and, and will evolve. There will be changes. Um, do I think it's drastically going to change and like take away the, the type of video content we're talking about? I don't think so. I think it'll, it'll be in, in addition to for like, one thing that, that I, I like to, to share is you, you, you have to embrace the platform that, that you enjoy. For me, uh, I, I get so irritated by TikTok. I can't, I can't yeah. watch it. I just can't do it. And, and, but I saw my friend, he was doing so well with things. And so I try yeah. making these short little five second or 10 second. I'm just like, yeah. this is not me. This is not me. Yeah. And so I went back to what I'm good at. Um, but if, if you're good at it, you know, Take advantage of TikTok. Learn, take what, take the lessons that you've learned from TikTok and apply it to YouTube Stories, because mm. YouTube created that as as a response for sure. Um, I, I I honestly don't know how it's doing. Um, I imagine it's doing something, but I, mm-hmm. I but I on my own experience, YouTube doesn't show me a lot of those just because it's it's not my thing. Yeah. Hey, do you? Um... And, and this is just completely out of left field. I, so my other YouTube channel, um, so I have some videos that have gotten millions and millions of views. Um, and and there's, there's kind of a disconnect because I had um, YouTube uh, AdWords uh, that are, are AdWords, right? Where you run the ads on your own website. It's been a while. So I, like, I can't even remember. I'm not, I wasn't advertising. So I was like, I used to host 
uh, our uh, Google Google's ad platform on Savings Angel. When I took that off, they actually stopped my YouTube revenue, and I actually have like a thousand bucks in YouTube revenue that's just kind of locked. And like I don't like I don't even and like the only support is there any other way to like actually get support from YouTube other than just it seemed. Every time I've tried investigating this, I just get sucked into a black hole where nobody's able to help me get my money. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, um, it, it's hard. You know, when there's something like that that's important or there's money on the line, it, you know, it, it's worth taking the time to go after it and figure it out. I mean, depending, you know, depends on how much time you're willing to invest to get that thousand. Yeah. We, you know, we had, a, a, a client had two channels. And we were going to launch my strategy, but their bigger channel, they just lost access to. They forgot the logins, the email that was associated with the account. They're like, I don't know who in our team has that email. We don't know who that is. <laughs> and it, it took about a month. It took a oh. month to get that figured out. So we delayed the launch of their channel for a full month um, because yeah. we wanted, we, we didn't want to start. It was, it was a difference of like one channel had 150 subscribers. The other one had several thousand. And we just thought, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard enough work to build your first few thousand subscribers. Yeah. Let's, let's just get the logins. We didn't know it was going to take a month though. Jeez. So I, yeah, I don't have any, any tips. I don't have any inside connections. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thought I'd ask. Um, Nate, thank you so much, man, for uh, coming to the, uh, the underground lair. Uh, it's still, it's still kind of got kind of a cold war vibe here. It hasn't, Hasn't been used since then, but yeah, a little little uh, musty in here. That's <laughs> all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, cool, Nate. Thank you again so much. Um, it, it, how can I help you? Like, what can I do? You know, um, I, I like to keep uh, you know my strategies just for the the ultra um, kind of inner circle. Ultra, yeah, it, it, there we yeah. go. I love that. So the inner circle. So if you know people that are that are kind of inner circle caliber people. Uh, I am putting on a, a YouTube masterclass. Um, yeah. And so again, you know, just, just for, for the elite of the elite people, but uh, right. my website, be the hero studios.com. Right. Um, just right on the, on the homepage, they'll be able to, to register for that. Okay, cool. Well, I'll make sure that only, only the closest of friends find out about that. All right, because I, I know that's so it's that's a masterclass that goes. Is there a date that that goes, are you doing that live? Oh no, no, no wait. Here I, it is, I, right here. It's it's right on the website. Okay, so yeah, I, do it, I do it live, uh, and I yeah. um sometimes sometimes I do it weekly, sometimes every couple of weeks. Okay, look at that. Very very cool. Okay, I'll make sure to share this privately. Nate, thank you so much, Nate Woodbury. And uh, again, this website, be the hero studios.com. Got the button all right there. Awesome. All right, Nate, have a great day. Have a great flight back. I got the chopper. It's, uh, I hear the propellers uh, going up, so we'll get you flying out of here. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Nate. I would certainly say that that was quality audio, considering I had to edit out the sound of the screaming generator in the other room. I hope you listeners can appreciate that, and if you actually did, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. If you'd like more ways to spy on what Josh is up to, then go to upmyinfluence.com. This is Morse Code, over and out. That's hard. That's really, really hard, in my experience.